Good morning. It's Tuesday, the 14th of March. My name is Ben, and God has gathered us to say the daily office together, that he might refresh our hearts as we listen to his word, reflect, and pray. Because, as it says in the book of Revelation, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. And so we pray, open our lips, O Lord, and we shall declare your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 34. I will always give thanks unto the Lord. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear this and be glad. O praise the Lord with me, and let us magnify his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me. He delivered me out of all of my fears. They looked unto him and were made glad, and their faces were not ashamed. Look, the poor man cries, and the Lord hears him and saves him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord camps round about those who fear him and delivers them in times of need. O oh, taste and see how gracious the Lord is. Blessed is the one who trusts in him. O oh, fear the Lord, all you that are his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall lack nothing that is good. Come, children, and listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who among you desires to live and longs to see good days? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. The countenance of the Lord is against those who do evil to root out the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry and the Lord hears them and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to those who are brokenhearted and will save those who are crushed in spirit. Great are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of all of them. He keeps all his bones so that not one of them is broken. But evil shall slay the ungodly and those who hate the righteous will be desolate. The Lord delivers the soul of his servants and all those who put their trust in him shall not be destitute. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Genesis chapter 47, beginning at verse 13. There was no food, however, in the whole region, because the famine was severe. Both Egypt and Canaan wasted away because of the famine. Joseph collected all the money that was to be found in Egypt and Canaan in payment for the grain they were buying, and he brought it to Pharaoh's palace. 
When the money of the people of Egypt and Canaan was gone, all Egypt came to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? Our money is all gone. Then bring your livestock, said Joseph. I will sell you food in exchange for your livestock, since your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and he gave them food in exchange for their horses, their sheep and goats, their cattle and donkeys. And he brought them through that year with food in exchange for their livestock. When that year was over, they came to him the following year and said, We cannot hide from our Lord the fact that since our money is gone and our livestock belongs to you, there is nothing left for our Lord except our bodies and our land. Why should we perish before your eyes? We and our land as well. Buy us and our land in exchange for food, and we with our land will be in bondage to Pharaoh. Give us seeds so that we may live and not die, and that the land may not become desolate. So Joseph bought all the land in Egypt for Pharaoh. The Egyptians, one and all, sold their fields because the famine was too severe for them. The land became Pharaoh's, and Joseph reduced the people to servitude from one end of Egypt to the other. However, he did not buy the land of the priests because they received a regular allotment from Pharaoh and had food enough from the allotment Pharaoh gave them. That is why they did not sell their land. Joseph said to the people, Now that I have bought you and your land today for Pharaoh, here is seed for you so that you can plant the ground. But when the crop comes in, give a fifth of it to Pharaoh. The other four fifths you may keep as seed for the fields and food for yourselves and your households and your children. You have saved our lives, they said. May we find favor in the eyes of our Lord. We will be in bondage to Pharaoh. So Joseph established it as a law concerning land in Egypt, still in force today, that a fifth of the produce belongs to Pharaoh. It was only the land of the priests that did not become Pharaoh's. Now, the Israelites settled in Egypt in the region of Goshen. They acquired property there and were fruitful and increased greatly in number. Jacob lived in Egypt 17 years, and the years of his life were 147. When the time drew near for Israel to die, he called for his son Joseph and said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, put your hand under my thigh and promise that you will show me kindness and faithfulness. Do not bury me in Egypt. But when I rest with my fathers, carry me out of Egypt and bury me where they are buried. I will do as you say, he said. Swear to me, he said. Then Joseph swore to him, and Israel worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. Here ends the reading. Luke chapter 15, beginning at verse 11. Jesus continued. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all that he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he'd spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went 
and hide himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his field to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Here ends the reading. And now in this moment of silence, let's reflect on what God is saying to us in his word. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born in the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies and from the hands of all those who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our forefather Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. And you, child, 
shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine upon those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and guide our feet into the way of peace. Amen. We beseech thee, almighty God, to look upon the heartly desires of thy humble servants, and to stretch forth the right hand of thy majesty, to be our defense against all our enemies. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and has sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your spirit on all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, thank you for spending some of your Tuesday uh, with us on this Daily Office podcast. It's great to read the Bible with you and uh, to reflect and to pray together. Uh, as you probably know, or maybe you don't, <laughs> the Bible readings we use each day on this podcast, uh, they're taken out of uh, an Australian lectionary. And um, yeah, lectionary is just the old term for a list of readings. So these are the Australian Church's list of readings for morning prayer. And uh, yeah, so this week uh, from an Australian lectionary, we'll, we'll finish off the book of Genesis in uh, the Old Testament. So we'll, we'll see the conclusion to the story of Joseph and his brothers. It's such a great story, isn't it? I love reading that. And uh, yeah, in the New Testament, we'll continue journeying on the road to Jerusalem with Jesus uh, in Luke's Gospel. And uh, actually, that, that uh, pattern of readings from Luke's Gospel will take us all the way with Jesus to Jerusalem and to Easter and to the cross uh, as we ourselves uh, get to Easter. Um, yeah, if you'd like to read along with me, if you know if you're on the the bus or the train or at home or wherever you are when you listen to this podcast. Um, yeah, I'll put the Bible readings each day in the description of the podcast so you can have a look on Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts and yeah, it should tell you what the Bible readings for each day are. And uh, yeah, this Daily Office podcast is a, a ministry of Good Shepherd Anglican Church in Canberra where I'm uh, one of the ministers. And yeah, if you're in Canberra, I hope you enjoyed the Canberra Day long weekend. Uh, I did. This is my first Canberra Day long weekend. And yeah, how, how beautiful is our city in the autumn? It's great. <laughs> and uh, But wherever you might be listening from, uh, Canberra or somewhere else in Australia or even, I don't know, the United States or somewhere else in the world, uh, let me invite you to join us on tomorrow's podcast. And indeed, you can join us every day, uh, Monday through Saturday uh, in the lead up to Easter. And we finish by praying. O Lord, our God, fountain of all wisdom, you know our necessities before we ask and our ignorance in asking. Have compassion on our infirmities and for those things for which our unworthiness we dare not and for our blindness we cannot ask. 
graciously give us for the worthiness of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.